Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, seven o'clock. That clock's one minute fast up there, but um, it's bang on seven. Um, welcome along to meeting number six, full council meeting of Frenchman Town Council. Got quite a, a large agenda tonight, so we'll get going straight away. First of all, uh, we now it's our practice to do a quick round the table, just a quick introduction of everybody that's present. It's really because, as you're probably aware, all our meetings are recorded, so it just makes it a little easier for anyone that's listening uh, to the playback of the meeting. So I'll start off. I'm, I'm the present chair of Frodham Town Council. I'm Alan Olton, and I'm councillor for Castle Park Ward. I'm Hazel Cat, I'm the town clerk. I'm Caroline Ashton, councillor for Castle Crosses. Councillor Judith Critchley, Lakes Ward. Councillor Don Critchley, Lakes Ward. Councillor Liam Jones, Rowton, Five Crosses. Uh, councillor Tom Reynolds, councillor for uh, Castle uh, Ward. Uh, councillor Mark Neal for Castle Ward. Councillor Paul Martin, Woodside Ward. Councillor Frank Pennington, Woodside Road. Thank you. Um, On to the agenda then. Uh, item 89 on the agenda is apologies, Hazel. Yeah, we've had apologies from Councillor Alan Wordsworth, uh, Linda Brown, Leanna Wilson, and Michelle Parker. Okay. Uh, item 90 is decorated. Can we record the two that have turned without apologies? I think one of them is on the way. Um, they held up. They will be recorded if they don't yeah. attend. Um, thank you for that, Judith. Uh, item 90 then, declarations of interest. Uh, I've none that I can see, but I reserve the right to raise any should it become uh, required. I've, I have none, Chairman. Anyone else around the table? No, no. okay, thank you. Uh, item 91 then is the World War One commemorative group and uh, it's to present the council with a commemorative hockey display frame. Good evening councillors. And thank you for this opportunity. Um, first of all, uh, I'd like to thank the council for the support we've had from the council financially and otherwise. Um, some of you will remember, may remember, back in 2015, the council funded um, some arts and crafts for the schools to produce copies for our project. Uh, for commemorating uh, the Battle of the Song in 2016. And uh, the council wrote out the checks in 2015, so it has been going on for a long time. The copies are produced by all four schools, the pupils made them. Um, the cascade was then assembled by the members of the group and some volunteers, friends, of the group, uh, friends and family of the group. The cascade was displayed at, medical at the medical center, some of you may have seen it, um, 20 foot high with these um, wreaths, five wreaths at the top, uh, one each for the school and one with the Fortune Town Council in the middle. Um, the, um, Cascade was displayed for the, uh, commemorating the Battle of the Somme and was quite a success. Lots of people came to see it. Then we wrote it up 
in, uh, in uh, productive uh, fabric and uh, stored it at the health center again. Um, following that, in 2017, uh, we displayed it at the community center uh, to commemorate Passchendaele. Then it was rolled up again and put away at the health center and then it came out again this year to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the end of the Great War. Uh, we didn't really want to get rid of the cascade at the end of all that. So the group decided we'll have some display cases made, cut up the, um, the cascade and produce these. We produced 10 of them, four went to one, of, one to each school, um, to the medical center, to the art center, where it had been displayed, everywhere got one. And this is the town council's uh, case, together with this. So, so Frank is married. Oh, right, okay. We should go to the chair. Oh, okay, then. All right. Sorry about that. All right. Thank but you. The mayor's for the town, the Oh, yes. Thank you. <coughs> okay. uh, 
everybody. Yes, I'll move that we accept the minutes. <coughs> Yeah, anybody second? Yeah, okay, all those in favour of accepting that? Thank you. And we have 93.1, we have Neil, our PCSO. Thank you. To, uh, make sure you're near enough to one of the microphones. Right. Good evening, everyone. Um, I'll, I'll start. I've got this in a bit of an order, but I'm going to start with where we left off with the, um, the World War I Committee. Just um, Hazel you last week. Um, tremendous support. All the staff and the council are, are always a tremendous support but personally I'm going to really miss Hazel going because she's, um, she really has helped and supported me over the last four years and um, whoever the next clerk is has got big shoes to fill. I haven't got you any flowers <laughs> but I, I, I might have some. I'm going to pop in and see you later in the week anyway but I uh, just wanted to go on record and say a big thank you from, from myself and my colleagues as well who you've supported. Right, Frodsham Christmas Festival, best day of the year, it was really good. Um, it was a successful event again on Saturday, um, although we did have some issues um, with traffic, traffic related issues with some of the road closures. They're going to be addressed at the next debrief meeting in the new year, but uh, there were quite a few a few sort of issues with cars going where they shouldn't go when road closures were on, partly because the roads weren't manned, the road closures weren't manned as they should have been. But that's for, for us to address as a as a committee when we when we debrief. But other than that it was it was well attended again, it was enjoyed by everyone and uh, and, a, and a great success. Um, community speed watch uh, that's continuing to, to go really well. Um, our two groups have been out on a weekly basis. The, the, the two groups um, go out once a week each group. Um, we've been concentrating mostly recently on Manly Road, Kingsley Road and Fluin Lane. Manly Road particularly because we've had complaints from residents. I've been out there myself with the, the enforceable device as well, which we, uh, we, we kindly loan off Hellsby Parish Council. Um, we've also had agreement from yourselves to, to purchase a new non-enforceable gun, so thank you for that. Again, that shows the support that, that you give to myself and my colleagues. We've ordered a speed gun with a tripod and uh, another sign as well, so that we're, we, we're, we're, you know, we're open about what we're trying to do as a community speed watch group. There's nothing hidden whatsoever. Um, and at the end of the day, the, the group just wanting to make the roads around Frodsham safer for all. Um, Halloween and bonfire night. Back in October, I, I conducted some school talks to the pupils at all four primary schools in Frodsham, mainly years five and six. Some of the schools asked for it to be lower down as well. Um, this, along with um, a successful Halloween party that was held at the community centre, 
appear to have had the desired effect and we've had no um, Halloween or bonfire night associated antisocial behaviour this year. So nothing that was reported to us that would constitute um, Halloween or bonfire night ASB. Um, so thanks to the organisers of the Halloween party, because I'm sure it wasn't me, I'm sure I had not. Um, and yeah, we're hoping that this, this can be an ongoing event because it, it obviously, my, my, I wasn't able to attend the party I attended as it was being set up, but one of my colleagues attended and said it was, was well represented by uh, a lot of the, the people that we possibly see maybe causing some antisocial behaviour. I did see on the, the Frodsham Facebook group that not as many children appeared to be doing trick-or-treating this year and I think I got the blame for, for that. So I've been blamed for there being no antisocial behaviour, which is, I don't know whether that's good or bad, but uh, um, the, the reason for that, I, the talks that I do and I've done ever since I've, I've been doing the talks to children about Halloween and Bonfire Nights, and it's about their safety, is to only go to houses that are decorated, they'll have pumpkins or they'll have some, some form of Halloween theme um, to the house. This is something I've told my children when they were growing up. It's not rocket science, but it appears to have generated a bit of discussion on the Frodsham Facebook page. So, um, but, uh, but I do think the work that we do um, uh, as the police, as a, the local policing unit, along with the, the Halloween party that was organised, I think that, that has had the desired effect this year. So that was good. Scrambler bikes. We've had a number of reports of scrambler bikes and quad bikes on the marshes over the past couple of months. I did manage to seize one bike earlier last month after catching four lads on, on two bikes. They left one behind for me, so I managed to seize that. Um, I've seen a, I have seen an increase in, in this kind of antisocial behaviour in the area. Um, spoken to a few people about it as well. I have asked our motorcycle unit at headquarters to give the area some attention, especially at weekends. So we're hoping that that will, that will do the trick. Um, Remembrance Day. Um, once again, I had the honour of being asked to lay a wreath on Remembrance Day at the War Memorial on the Hill. Um, given the significance of the, the 100 years since the end of, of the Great War, um, I felt it was fitting that we asked an ex-Frodsham community police officer in Wilfberry to actually lay the, the wreath for on behalf of Cheshire Police. Um, Wilf is nearly 90 now and he's not not really in the best of health so I thought it was a nice touch that he should he should do that and the feedback from his wife Margaret is that you know he really enjoyed the day we even took him around the, the new police base afterwards as well so they enjoyed their, their day out. Um, I've recently done some uh, talk to the army cadets in relation to the role of the police in the community and specifically my role um, in the community. I've also planned the Stranger Danger talk of Frodsh and Beavers tomorrow night. We held a Pana football cage event at Frodsh and Youth Club on Friday the 19th of October which is part of our ongoing commitments to the youth club that we, we engage with them as often as we can. I did have planned uh, an e-safety talk with the group as well, but sadly that had to get cancelled due to the Chester Christmas light switch on the other week. I got seconded to at the last minute. Um, and that's it really, other than police surgeries for December. I've got Friday the 7th of December at our police base on Ship Street between 2 and 3. 
Tuesday the 11th of December I'll be here at Castle Park between 10 and 11. Wednesday the 12th of December I'll be at Brew and Tucker between 10 and 11. Thursday the 13th of December again at the Community Police Base between 2 and 3. And finally Friday the 19th of December um, Frodium Community Police Base uh, between 2 and 3. Um, and then I've, I'm trying to get ones organised for January and I'm looking to do ones of a weekend as well because that was something that I picked up on, on Facebook. People were asking, do we do any on a Saturday or Sunday? So I'll be looking to do Saturdays and Sundays at the police base from, from uh, January onwards. And other than wishing you all a happy Christmas and a happy new year, that's me done. Okay, cheers, thanks. Any questions for no no. Thank you. Thank you very much. See ya. See ya. There's no other requests to uh, speak. Uh, so we'll move on to item number four, <coughs> financial management. Um, this is for September. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was the report that went to the DP. Um, and they, they had a good look at it, and this is just coming here for actual approval, and we can sign it, if people are happy with it. Yeah, I had sight of this at BMP, so has everybody seen this that wishes to see it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, can we have a proposal then? Can you do this? Second, can we vote on that, folks? Okay, thank you. Yeah. And then this is the new one for um, September. That one was for. This is one for October. Yeah, this is the one for October. Yeah, yeah. yeah. September. Yeah, <coughs> he's correcting it. Okay, no problem. Um, what I've done, I've done it in two bits. So you've got a front sheet, separate front sheets. And then behind it are um, the bank reconciliation copies of the bank statement. Now, until you get a new clerk, that is what you'll get in future for your finance report without the front sheet, yeah. without the analysis. So I'm back to it separately so you can see what you'll get. Okay. Um, so as you can see, um, everything's going along as we would have expected. We've opened the CCLA deposit fund account now. Uh, the initial deposit of 25,000 was made. Um, since um, the end of the month, the Bank of Scotland account is now closed. Um, and the 200,000 pounds that we had in there, I've moved across, I've had to do it in 25,000 pounds yeah. into the deposit fund account because we have a maximum amount we can take out of our current account on a daily basis. Um, but as of Friday, the 200 is now transferred over. So there's actually £225,000 in the deposit fund account at the moment. Um, obviously that will get interest added to it as we go along. Um, the Arnold Baker book, the big yellow book, we've got the latest version now. We tend to buy one every two years, yeah. so we'll keep it today. Um, we've made the payment for the adult gym and um, I've done the final report to go to the awards for all people as long as once you're a little working group so you need it. Yeah. Um, 
and then the uh, Christmas and New Year's Eve fireworks displays have been paid for. They want payment in advance. Yeah. So they've both been paid for. Um, then the on the other income, the only new other income was a bit of photocopying thing. Yeah, it's just a bit of photocopying that was added on that was different from last month. Um, and then the bank reconciliation at the end of um, or, uh, September, uh, October, sorry, at the end of October, there was £360,264.02. So that should read at the end of October. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. Just on 95.3, if you just correct, it says end of August 2018. That should say end of October 2018. Um, yeah. It's because I couldn't paste across. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about that. So the heading's correct. Financial management, 1st yeah. of October to 1st of October. Okay, so they're only notes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, somebody, okay, Paul's proposing it. Yeah, I'll try to second it. And yeah. if we can have a show of hands, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for that, Hazel. And, um, you know, certainly, I know it's been said before, but the work that you've done on finances and maths, I think. Certainly, from my point of view, makes things an awful lot easier to understand. Uh, and I've got a few nods around the room as well, so thanks again for that. You get the basic information, it's just the front sheet that you don't get where it yeah. breaks it into the committee spend by quarters. <clears throat> okay, thank you. Just before we move on as well, it would just be noted in the minutes that uh, okay. Councillor uh, Pat Williamson joined the meeting at 7 10. No, it's okay, you came in when the speech was going on, but just so that they're not uh, minutes, it's noted on the minutes. Oh, was it noted as well? So obviously we changed the um, August to October, on yeah. the pink didn't change yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Um, good to move on, yeah, so item 96 is the committee meetings. Um, if council is okay with this, I'd like to do 96.1.2 and point three A on block. Yeah, I'll move that. Yeah. <coughs> okay, thank you. Um, we'll keep uh, 96.3B separate because it has a recommendation in it. The first part is a note to note the minutes of the meeting, decisions taken, and the following recommendation. Recommendation R1 to approve the design for the new road, which will be a continuation of the existing road in a large loop allowing for the development of the new section of the churchyard, section G, which would accommodate approximately 96 burial points. We have uh, a plan here of the proposed new road, if that wants to be passed round, um, and that will be available after the meeting, of course, if anybody wants to look at that further. It's the, it's the plan that we did put up yeah. at, the, well, at the town meeting. Yeah, it's it's the loop you know, yeah. that we did it. Yeah. It was as Aisle just said, it was spoken about at the town meeting. <coughs> okay, why that's going round then. Um, 
we need to approve that. So I could have a proposal for that. Thank you, Judith. Seconder, Pat. We could have a show of hands, folks. Okay, it's unanimous, thank you. Um, and then again, I'd like to take 96.4, 0 0.5 and 0 0.6 on block. Everybody happy with that? Yeah. 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 Okay, so, thank you. Um, who, was, who seconded that? Frank proposed yeah. it. Judith seconded it. Yeah. Okay, and it was unanimous show of hands uh, for the tape. Um, so we're now on 97 working group reports. 97.1 is the World War One commemorative uh, working group. Um, this could have gone maybe on uh, with those yeah. others as well. Um, we have um, yeah, two meetings there and it's just to know us. Okay. Uh, and 97.2, the Neighbourhood Plan Steering Group. There's three meetings there to know us. Judith. Just a quick question for um, <coughs> the, the steering group. Yeah. Are you still on target to go up to the referendum in March time you're talking about? There's been some discussion as to where we're going to go because we think that it would probably go um, the same time as it has on. Okay, thanks for that, Carolina. So that would be May, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, it's dependent on Cheshire West. Yeah, okay. Uh, item 98, budget and precept set in 2019 98.1 to note the projected uh, year end figures, 2018-19. You should have copies of this yeah. in your packs. Yeah, so most of you will have seen these in various forms at various committees. Um, so the column is the budget that was set and the green column is the projected outer. Um, so at the bottom of the first page you see the total payment the budget was 325,154 and we're projecting a spend of about 238,424 um, pence. And then on the receipt side the budget was to uh, to um, have the budget for income, sorry, was 255,726, and we've got, we've had, we're projecting 270,783 pounds and 82 pence. But I think it'd be higher than that because, you know, we always underestimate yeah. the, yeah. the future yeah. side of things because we're always hopeful that we won't achieve that budget. Um, so, you know, we're doing well on the income side and we've underspent on, on the, yeah. the um, expenditure side. Quite a big part of the underspend on the expenditure side was the fact that we decided to delay the restoration work on the war memorial until the better weather in May. Um, and what the cemetery committee, uh, what the community committee was looking at was adding that money that we haven't spent, the forty thousand we haven't spent on the restoration, into earmark reserves for next year. So I've actually put that into um, next year's. Well, put it into this year's earmark reserves, yeah. um, so that we've got that money to take forward well, we into next yeah. year. Yeah. Um, so we've got earmark reserves now at one hundred twenty-two thousand and sixteen pence. Uh, 
£122,016. So that's earmarked. So out of that, um, the, the funding that we have, the 306000 um, 260000 oh, sorry, losing it now. Uh, so what we're, we're looking at is the total funds that we have available in 1819 is £524,287. Yeah. Um, we're, our objective expenditure is 238425 We've got some contingencies in there for if there's other things that happen that we weren't expecting before the end of the year. Um, and then we've got our earmarked reserves of 122, which gives a total commitment in 2018 19 of £405,441, which leaves a sort of free reserve of 118,840. Forty-six going forward. Those are projections, though. Yeah. So we can't guarantee we will have no. <coughs> And then that leads us on to the budget that we're looking at, and that's the blue figures. So, what you've also got on this table, you've got the outturn figures that we had for 17-18 and 16-17 for comparison, and then the budgets are sort of looking at what we're projecting to spend this financial year and what we spent the last two financial years and what each of the committees have talked about what they want to achieve in the next financial year. And so that's, that's what we sh shows here. So we're looking at a spend of £373,991, um, of which 115710 is the restoration of the War Memorial. And also I've put in a figure of 45000 for the road but it could be more than that because there's a lot of work yet to do around the costings for that road and it depends on how much additional work needs to be done around drainage and, and water and that sort of thing. The, um, we had the professional designer there at the last central meeting explaining that it's not just as straightforward as putting a road in. There's a lot of um, background work that we have to do and it's a lot to do with the I'm sure Carol, I could explain this better, but about the, the new rules about flood alleviation and making sure that your drains are big enough and all of that. So there's probably going to need to be quite a bit of work done around that before. To do with the flow of yeah. water. Yeah. So that could end up being a bit more expensive um, than that, but that's that's a projection. Okay. Um, so I've transferred that onto this um, simpler page where you've just got the budget. And then... Have all committees submitted action plans now for the... They've all had a discussion about right. it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in terms of if the budget has proposed, and you don't need to agree this tonight, your budget setting is in January, but yeah. I've done this so that this is all sorted <coughs> before January, yeah. because I'm not going to be here in January to do this. Now, the, the total expenditure I've shown here is 373,991, that's on the other sheet. And we've got earmarked reserves in uh, 70,000 and income of 62,686. So that leaves us with a preset requirement of 241,305 pounds. Now, I tried to get the tax base figure for this year that you'll use for 2019-20, but that figure isn't available till the week before Christmas. 
and last year it came in on the 21st of December. So I've had to work off the figure that we used last year, which is 3636.6. Now if you use that figure, that would give you a precept of £66.35. Now if you wanted to keep the precept for band D at the same level as this year, you'd have to put £26,273 out of your reserves to balance the books, um, which would leave, still leave you with 92573 of free reserves. Um, but when you get your tax base figure, that figure will change. So when you come to look at that, I've set up a spreadsheet, so when you put the new figure in, it can give you this information. And then you can decide how much reserves you want to put in against this expenditure, above the money, the 70000 for the War Memorial work. Can I just ask Hazel how that fits in with our reserves policy? <coughs> we have a reserves policy, don't we? Yeah, the, the, the idea was to try and keep sort of like three months uh, minimum running costs, and I think you just you just be about within that with that case. But you know that depends. Yeah, yeah, you guys. You know, this year when we started the year, when we when I redid the calculation, we actually only had twenty six thousand of yeah. free reserves. Um, so we feel quite low on reserves. I think the thing to, to do is to note the end of year projections yeah. um, and the, the outline budget that's been proposed um, and to note that if the tax base stays the same, which is unlikely because there has been some house building, mm. um, not a lot but a bit, yeah, yeah. Um, then with, you know, that's the sort of figures you're looking at. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah, again, an amazing amount of work going into that. So thank you again. And as I say, I'll make sure that the, yeah. the spreadsheet with where you put that figure in is available um, to whoever's going to be doing that meeting with you on the 16th of January. But, uh, yeah, just to note that everybody makes sure that they've got that day, 14th of January. Yeah, yeah 14th. Okay. Um, Okay, um, item 99 on the agenda then is the town clerk update. Um, to ratify decisions made by the recruitment party, <coughs> any actions. Um, it was decided last week um, not to interview um, for the town clerk job, um, and PMP through Judith had a meeting uh, with child representative. Yeah. And that's because we, we need to talk financial implications and things like that. Although I don't like part B's at meetings, and one thing I think pat on the back to this council over the last couple of years is that part B's now are very, very rare. Tess. Whereas at one time, you know, they used to be a regular thing, and we've managed to. Uh, you know, steer away from that, but it will mean that we will have to discuss that uh, during part B after this meeting. Okay, thank you. Um, <coughs> item 100, car parking, to receive an update from the quack officer and agree any actions. Yeah, unfortunately for Zep, uh, Vanessa's going to be delayed, right. she's at another meeting and she will get here as soon as possible, and I said we would defer this item until she... Okay, she that's fine, yeah, yeah. Move that. So, yeah. 
Um, Got further on in the time. I thought we might be at eight o'clock before yeah. this came up. Yeah, yeah, we managed to leave things on pretty quickly. Um, so 101 then is the uh, Rotterdam Community Association lease to note that a meeting is being held between um, ourselves on this Thursday, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Which is the 28th at 7 p.m. at Rotterdam. It's at the community centre. <laughs> Doesn't it say the meeting with FCA and FYA, not Frodham Town Council? Yeah, it's with Frodham Town Council, Frodham <coughs> Community Association and yeah. Frodham Youth Association. Oh, yeah, it's probably. I, I maybe misread that, uh, Tom. It's, yeah. a, it's ourselves meeting with those two bodies. So who, who from Frodham Town Council will be there? You guys to decide. I'll be representing FYA just for a. But I said I would interest. be there. I think you agreed to go, didn't you, Alan? Yes. Yeah. 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 Is there somebody else from FYA going to be there, Liam? Because you've got. Hopefully. Yeah. You've got a serious conflict of interest. You can't. Yeah. Charles yeah. going to be there. So there's, there's, there's Frank, myself, yeah. Judith. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't make it. Right. So there's three from FTC, Pat. So. Yeah. Four from FTC then, yeah. yeah. But I aren't mean, we something to do with the Youth Association as well, can't be Ah, right, so we were you representing that? I think that we can't, you can't be there with both hats on, right? Yeah. So it's better that you're not there at all, to be honest. Okay. Because you, you've got a trustee of the Youth Association. Oh, I'm not trustee, that's the thing. Right. I'm just the FTC rep there. Oh, I'm right. just the conduit between us, and so is Pat, you're oh, right. trustee. So, not trustee, so we can, we can oh, see whereas. Fran this time. So it's no com yeah, yeah, it's yeah. no conflict of interest. Yeah, so you won't be there representing FYA? Uh, no. 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 Right. I'm sorry, that was my misunderstanding. Yeah, that's what you said you were representing FYA. Okay. Okay. So just just to be sure of that then, that is that is Wednesday the twenty eighth. Yeah, I will yeah. double check and if it's not Wednesday the twenty eighth then I will contact everybody and tell them. Yeah. But it, I'm I, sure I it's the diary as Wednesday. Yeah. Isn't it? I've just got the wrong day. So. Yeah, I, I have it <laughs> in the diary as Wednesday, but yeah. you could just double check on that. You know, I'd hate to uh, not to turn uh, up or get there and give me no Yeah. <laughs> so I've got an email from Sean that says 28th. Yeah, so it's the Wednesday. Wednesday, Definitely. okay. Wednesday. Everybody got that in the diary. Yeah, yeah great stuff. Um, item 102 is to receive a verbal report from Cheshire West Councillors. Unfortunately, we've had apologies from both of them. Okay. Uh, they're both away from Fodgen tonight, and so it's very unusual that the neither of them can be here. No, that's but, true. Um, unfortunately, they're yeah. both away. It's a while since, you know, as you say, yeah. since one of them has not been able to. Yeah. Uh, have they give us anything to no. peruse over or anything? No. no. Okay. Um, so 103 then is councillor's report. Um, to receive reports from councillors who have attended meetings uh, of external bodies. And Judith, I think. Yeah, I attended the uh, Police and Crime Commissioners meeting with <coughs> parish councils. Um, not a lot for us there. Um, we talked quite a bit about funding for Cheshire Police for next year and there is going to be a shortfall and it's not quite worked out, you know, where, no, where no. the books are being made. But I should imagine that's the same for every police yeah, force. Yeah. Um, we talked briefly about the um, ongoing issue with the former 
Chief Constable Simon Byrne because there were questions about where the costs of that are coming from. And they said it's going to be a six-figure sum. But he has made massive savings on running his office. Um, Mr Dwyer's office cost 941000 to run, and he's cut the cost down to 600000 So there's a big saving there, which will cover the costs of the uh, Simon Byrne case. He's hoping for a decision on that before the end of the year. And he's started the process now to recruit a new chief constable and interviews or deadlines, January time. But he wouldn't be drawn any more on that. Um, he just said that if Mr Byrne was cleared, then he would be free to reapply for his old job. Um, we talked about the 101 service, and obviously that we all know that there are problems sometimes in getting through. Not all the time, it's an intermittent problem. And he said that if it, if it did get really bad, he'd have no hesitation in suspending the service altogether, and we would all just bow And that's his advice, if you can't get through on 101, bow 999. Um, uh, he said currently we've got 122 PCSOs across Cheshire and they're all doing 37 hour a week and they are getting lots of support from the towns and parishes well we, we know we're very lucky here with, with Neil um, most of the other parishes were raising issues because they never see their PCSO um, but you know I mean it's I think they get a bit fed up and we say, no, we're, we're lucky, we've got Neil. So um, I didn't really get involved very much with that, and a lot of time was spent talking about the problems in Elton with the um, traveller side there. So it's why I was interested in it, it's really relevant to us. That was about it. Okay, thank you for that, Judith. Um, I have a question. Yeah, is that thing, yeah. yeah. Um, did you mention anything to do with Frodgham Police Station? What's happening with that? Uh, no, but I had had a discussion with him recently and he said uh, some Mickle Traffic, the other one that was up for sale, they've both been sold anyway. Okay. The fraudulent one has been sold to a oh. lady developer. And that's Tommy and Aurora. No, no. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. <laughs> a developer who happens to be a lady. Um, I'm just conscious that we want a CCTV system, don't we, in Frodgham? Yeah. I mentioned that we were having, Tim, that we were, we'd been sort of had this knockback that people didn't want to talk to us and he wasn't aware of that he's still very keen for it to go ahead can he said you know push to get a meeting set up yeah. <coughs> great can we as ftc write into him and say you know you've sold your station you've got a load of money can we have a chunk of that towards our yeah, CCTV he's got, he has a community grant fund yeah. and we can apply for up to five thousand pounds from that so so what we're saying to you is that we've got no rights to any of that money from the police station, it just goes into a big pot. It's yes. their cap, it's capital, yeah. not running costs. Yeah. Well, is it, excuse me, it's Frodgham's, is that belong to Frodgham? No, Cheshire Police. Mm. Cheshire Police. And it, it's, it's like our, our funds, you have to separate running costs from capital. Any capital that you raise has to, can only be spent on capital projects. Um, so well, you think that we should get pretty good well, some of that? Wouldn't CCTV count as capital though? That's putting infrastructure into Frodgham, isn't it? <coughs> Whether it, it, if it was Cheshire Police property, I mean, I don't know the final mm. details on yeah. this, but, yeah. but uh, you know, he's, he's, he's 
have you just quoted on it? I just I want more than a sort of soft commitment to five grand. Uh, that's is that the maximum we can apply the five grand? Yeah. Can we write in as FTC and say, look, yeah. you've sold the station. We want CCTV, yeah. please. With you know, I think they are hotels. Yeah, we we that's you know that's the thing, isn't it? We used to have a police station years ago, didn't we? Yeah, it was fully manned as well. Now it's a shoebox in the station. We have got police covered the fire station. Yeah, yeah. I think we could write to them, and I'm not being negative, but you know we're not going to change the rules. But yeah, I don't think we hold it against it. You know, I take on board what you say. I think it doesn't do any harm to just remind them. Yeah, but I think so, Cheshire West yeah. is, is the way we should be going because it's going to be Cheshire West is going to give permission mm. for cameras to be fixed in the street. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm reluctant to suggest Hazel does anything. This, 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 this is this week. Good yeah. Could I say, Chairman? This is yeah. what I keep fetching up on a regular basis here in the council. And we haven't. We haven't We've got, I think we've got, there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. And um, when I was speaking to him, I think uh, Councillor Judith Critchley was with me, and um, he would look forward to anything we put forward. Um, this was last year. Now, what, what makes me think there's um, light at the end of the tunnel, because um, he was saying to me, um, a few weeks ago that um, the situation at the moment in Frodium is deplorable. It's disgusting. Uh, one can, I know one say, well, one could say it's come the old corral at the moment and there's not a weekend that goes by that there's trouble and big trouble. Mm. I'm not talking about a little fight, big trouble. And we just can't carry on like this, as no. it is, and I think we've got to either have a working committee to get at somebody to meet the police or something, not an individual, just one from the council. I think we've got to invite the mayor, and, and uh, mm. if it's the top people, Mr. Chairman, yeah, I, get I, somebody here to do I, something. I, I agree. About it. I agree, Frank, and I think yeah. looking at other towns round Cheshire. You know, some of them not as big as Frodium uh, that have got CCTV. Yeah. Yes. I think we, we do need a sort of standalone group or something like that that could look because there must have been funding available from yeah. somewhere. You, you know, and if there is, we need to know about it and we need to be able to get all the We had we we given 5,000 last year through you, Chairman. No, we didn't get it. We could have signed it for it. But at the meeting, just never did happen but we've got to have we've got to meet with cheshire police we've got to meet with cheshire western chester council and ourselves it's those, those that sort of three bodies need to get together the police and crime committee is happy to support us yeah but it's got to be a, a council and police yeah. well i think i think personally myself through you chair I think we should get them here and then members of the public can come here yeah. and hear for themselves because it's a situation now where even if we say it, they're not calling us liars but they say, oh we've heard that before. We've got to be seen to be doing something. Yeah. It's yeah. going worse. Okay, so 
How do you think we should take this forward then? Should we do it, uh, in, invite people to come along yes. to the next yeah. main yes. council meeting? Yes. Or should we do a stand aside or stand alone public meeting? I'd like to propose that we write to them and ask for a chunk of change or a sort of, a, you know, a, a commitment and, uh, in, uh, and invite them off the back of that and say, come and talk to us. Yes. I'd like to see us do that, yeah. personally. Yeah. Won't harm to ask. The residents who give us the job to look after their town and I th think we should get them here and let's challenge them. Yeah. When you say that, you're talking about the police? Yes, and, and, and West Cheshire. I think, I, I think Cheshire yes, West is probably more pertinent than the, than the Grand Commissioner because he's laid his stall out almost, hasn't yeah. he, really? Yes. So, look, I've got 5,000 and that's it, you, you know, to a certain extent. I, I'm, I don't know what Cheshire West have got or where they stand, really, so I think that might be more... <coughs> so, the proposal is then that we invite Cheshire West somebody that, that deals with the uh, CCTV to the next meeting, which will be in January. Yeah. Well, we know budgets in January. Well, you've got the 6th. It might not be the 16th yeah, of January. two meetings, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The 14th of January yeah. is the budget setting meeting. And then, and then you've got a full council meeting on the 28th. 26th or 28th, is it? 28th, yeah. 28th, I've got on here, but you better check. No, <laughs> yeah. I think it was just my eyes then. <laughs> Okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, do, do we want them to come to a full council meeting or do we want a standalone meeting? I'd like a representative from the police to come down. Yeah, but the question is, are you going to add it into your full council meeting or are you going to hold a separate meeting just about CCTV? I think it can take a while. I think there will be a lot of people that want to speak about it. So yeah, I'm going to take a standalone meeting. Yeah. yeah. Without yeah. the other council business. Yeah. Is everybody happy with it? Yeah. Yeah. I support that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't, don't you need to create a little bit of impact? You know, we've, we've talked around these issues for several years now, and don't you think we need to create a little bit of impact by actually sort of filming some of this antisocial behaviour on peak nights? And by putting up, I mean, there's very simple systems now that are available, and why don't we just find some donor, donor buildings, invest in a little bit of this kit for the, key, for, the, for the key Saturday nights, and see what happens over a four week period? and then actually present the information back because yeah, you're just talking all the time, you're talking around it, it goes back and forth, it's like a game of ping pong, back and forth, back and forth and nothing happens. If you've got impact of yeah. saying this is affecting our community, then you're actually going to get somewhere. And if you actually decide to spend about a thousand pounds or up to a thousand pounds, you'll get a standalone system um, provided, even if it's only on a temporary basis, to actually sort of actually film and record that. You know, it's just, you've you got to cut through all this. Well, one of the things that the PCC suggested was that we maybe did an evaluation of the um, survey of what is already available within the town from private businesses. Yeah. See what cameras they've got and, you know, what mm. the, the quality of the... Uh, yeah, but it's only, it's a, uh, Mr Chairman, it's only, it's only t um, two years ago that when... Um, when uh, the police started paying Neil, that we put twelve thousand in our own own funds, yeah, and we've got so we have got money. You know what I mean? It's not got on any other project. And I mean to say, 
Councillor Reynolds is right for going yeah. around, but, but it's something got to be done now. You've got to yeah. have it's got to be now, okay. and, and, and to say and to say what Councillor Reynolds said, um, you've got to have proof and all this. If you see uh, the loads of police out here at weekend, that's that's good enough. They don't come out for, because it's a barbecue. Let's get stuck in and do something about it. Okay, so Tom's proposal was that we spend money buying a system and do an evaluation. No, I'm not saying buying a system, I'm just not saying having a system put up. Now, to me, you know, we, 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 I think we've got a fabulous contractor here in Frodsham, um, and I've put my name and name, so say, um, CSS, I mean, that I, I think a lot of people around here will have burglar alarms from and systems like this. You know, if you want, I'll just go and speak to him and sort of say, what can you do about doing the outline? Is there anything that you can do to actually sort of help out? And I've never found. I, I don't know. I, I'm okay, saying all that's, that's, a, that's a good proposal, Tom, that, you know, because one thing I am aware of is that, you know, the enthusiasm's great, but. There's a lot of work comes with it as well, you know. But if, if you're prepared to, you know, approach that company and see what they could offer, you know, on a temporary basis of a month or something like that, then then that's great, you know. It doesn't mean other people can't approach anybody else. I'm, I'm not saying that, but it, it just seems to me that. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I think here we we we've got a specialist company, as you said. So I don't think we're breaking any rules if we just go to one company and ask them to, to provide that. And I think that's a lot more cost effective because again, with respect, if six people go out and get six different quotes, that's another month gone mm. by. And you've just said yourself, that's the big problem is yeah. that we're playing tennis with it, aren't we? Yeah. You know, taking on board what Frank says, you know, something needs to be done and needs to be done quickly. So, you know, my way would be, yeah, we've got a specialist company Let's go and have a word with them, see what they could provide, you know. But where, if we're going to start screwing these cameras to buildings and things like that, we need to, we, we need permissions. Don't know all the rules are all there. Again, you know, enthusiasm is great, but then when you start to look at it in reality, well, then I'll have a word with them in the next couple of days. Yeah. Well, do you, do you uh, want to set a maximum budget? Can I? Can, can I say? Um, can if you want. I'll just take a minute. What I'm trying to do is, we want the proper stuff up like they've got in Chester and Northwich. I'll tell you why. That then triggers us having police continually at the Frodham station. Because when they notice trouble in the town and they see it on the camera, then the police can turn out from I there. Not come all the way from Blakeham with sound in the no, dark. I don't think we'd be able to. It would be very expensive to have continuously monitored. It's got to, no? uh, can I say, Mr Chairman, I'm not criticising. What I'm trying to say, we're only surmising the yeah, price. Why don't we get the Let's opinion get the from the expert? Just, just why don't we get the opinion from the expert? I'll just, I'll just ask the question in the next couple of days. I personally would like one of those cameras that has underneath it slung a machine gun. <laughs> I think they're effective, they're cost effective, they'll get highly targeted and you know and we've got we've got we've got a cemetery that needs filling. <laughs>
Okay, movies will be on. Thank you for those comments, Tom. They will be duly noted, I'm sure, on quite a few avenues. Um, so You've got two choices. You can set a budget now and be able to move ahead on it fairly quickly, or you can wait for a report back to the January report meeting back. and agree some money. No, not the January meeting. I, I, th I think, you know, I, 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 I'll, speak, I'll, I'll speak to Jim and then... You know, and I'm being very open about this, so nobody can tie me down and say you've not declared this or you've not declared that or anything like that. It's somebody who I rate very highly uh, as an individual. He might just tell me to go and do what I don't know, but um, but the, the whole thing is that I, I think he's our most obvious access. We've sat around and talked about, well, do the police for this, well, CWC, mm -hmm. and we just get bounced from officer to officer to officer, yeah. whose job is not to do anything. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think we should that now. Something for Christmas would be good. Yeah, yeah so we do need it for just Christmas. pulling this back together again now, guys, I think we need somebody to, you, you know, a committee to head this up, and it's been suggested that PMP head Oh, forget it then. <laughs> it won't get anywhere, will it? We can't, we can't delegate, we'll get anywhere, we'll delegate, can't delegate an individual to an individual. Okay, fair enough. What about community? Yeah. Okay, community. Well, it doesn't matter which committee. PMP is the one that's got the community safety budget, so it would make more sense to put the delegation to PMP. Is this a working group, yeah? No, to, to, if, the, if Councillor Reynolds has a chat to the company, mm. gets some costings and some proposal to yeah. come to PMP to get approved. No, I'm not, sorry, I'm not doing that. You either get on with this. You know, yeah, but you either show some commitment to get on with it. Yeah. It'll go to PMP and it'll be there for six months. Tom, yeah. no. At least if it comes to a committee, you're cutting the timescale by half. <laughs> if you keep it with main council, it's not going to be till January. No, you don't need you don't see, because we do it, we do it on email. We can, we can have a look at when's the extending next exec powers, can't we? Judith wants next PMP. Yeah, next month, is it? It will be a December one, so... so yeah. too late. So December. Could you produce a magazine on these nurses? It's not far, is it, December? We have statutory rules about how you can spend money and you cannot delegate. No, you don't seem to have applied them. 17th of December is the next PMP. How's that then, Tom? Would you answer back to PMP 17th of December? Yeah, but it won't go anywhere, will it? It then goes over Christmas and you want your Christmas period. You want something to see if you can... If you want something moving, you want it now between a key period of where things get... You know, if you're going to have hot spots, you'll have it in this key period of building up to Christmas and New Year, won't you? No. Okay, okay. So how can we how can we make this happen then? If it doesn't go, we know that we can't allocate money to an individual, but can we make a decision now to allocate? No. Why, why do we have an extraordinary meeting if it, based yeah, on the fact of what? Vanessa's just said she's in charge of CCTV. Would you like to ask her to speak? Oh right. Okay. Thank you. So I am um, aware that um, a business case is put Sorry, together. Sorry. So just for the for, for the time, um, we have Vanessa Griffiths from uh, Cheshire West in Cheshire. Who's going to speak about CCTV? Yeah, so, yeah, I am aware that um, a business case was put together a few years ago 
um, about the cost of CCTV, and that was um, revised this past year, so to, it was around summer 2018. Um, so we have got an updated cost for CCTV in Frodham, uh, and I'll tell you to what, it, to what, what it includes, but at the time we were also asked to look at whether the CCTV coverage should be extended to Ship Street. Um, and so we looked at that, um, and what we have to do is we have to justify public space CCTV with crime and disorder data, and the data that there is wouldn't justify um, CCTV coverage in the Ship Street area, not least because it is mainly residential, so that the bar is higher uh, for public space CCTV there, because it actually can be quite intrusive um, in those types of areas. So what I do know is that we have, um, a, we have a cost for CCTV cameras of the, what are called the pan, tilt and zoom type um, to be located at the junction of Main Street and Church Street. So these could then look down both ways, down Main Street and up High Street and up Church Street as well. And for an additional camera to be in the vicinity of the post office um, because... Obviously, there have been two incidents related to the post office. So that would be the extent of the public um, realm CCTV. Um, obviously, also, in addition to the capital cost, there's a revenue cost for maintenance. So these would be cameras that would be uh, monitored in the council CCTV control room um, in Chester. Um, so then they are, they're not monitored continually. What they, well, they, they are and they're not. They're monitored... On an, an ongoing basis, there is a bank of about 30 cameras. Um, so we obviously we have um, substantially more cameras than that, but they're monitored on a rolling basis. And if an incident is notified to the CCTV room, um, through either because there's been an incident reported to police, then those the relevant cameras can be switched on, even if they're not on at that moment. Um, so the £7,000 revenue cost relates relates to the um, the transmission costs and the repair and the maintenance costs. Okay. So that's the position at the moment. We have we know what the costings are. Can I just ask who raised the issue of Ship Street? Um, that was in a meeting that we had here um, with Councillor Riley and Councillor Dawson. No. Because we we're, we're not getting any feedback on this and you know, Hazel has tried to get involved in a meeting with yourselves and Cheshire Police and we've been knocked back and basically said, you know, it's, well, it's being dealt with at a much higher level. That was so last January. We tried to start this off in like January last year and um, I asked set up a working group involving the key partners and the message I got back from the sergeant at the police was it was being held, it was being dealt with at a higher level and then we've heard Nothing since that was February. Yeah, well, I don't know what that was referenced to, but yeah. what I know is that a business case was um, was revised, and it's since been looked at again to see if if, there were, if Ship Street would be justified to have CCTV mm. coverage. See, we we were not made aware of this business yeah. case. No. We, we've heard no. nothing. I mean, it's quite fortuitous that you're here this evening. Mm -hmm. because we were just about to go off at a tangent mm -hmm. and start doing something ourselves, and we'd have been. You know, tripping over cameras. No, we don't know about we don't know about timescales. I'm not being not being disrespectful, but CW and C ain't exact ain't exactly Lewis Hamilton of actually getting decisions made, have they? I mean, how how how, how long would it take from a decision being made to installation, or even a decision being made 
for this to, this to go ahead? The, I think the, the, the position is that, um, as I mentioned, there was a business case that I was made aware of that was done about two years ago. What we did was updated the business case. We then looked at it to see if the coverage was right or whether that could be extended, um, whether the crime dis disorder data justified that. And the position that we're at now is that about, there was maybe a week ago, I received the, business, the updated business case. Um, with updated costings. Now that's the position we're at at the moment. No decisions being taken to to go ahead. No formal decisions being taken to go ahead. Funding is is an issue. Um, as I say, the capital costs and revenue costs. Uh, I can't give you any time scale, but I do know that there is an updated case. So we're nowhere. I'm, I'm not, no, no disrespect again. It, it's it, it's something which isn't. You know, I mean, from from what I can gather from when you're saying about these cameras, the uh, you, you, because of this rolling thirty. Attitude thing. Then you have to wait for a case to be reported before they go and switch on the cameras to to actually to look at the look at the information. Is it? No, so no, not that's not quite it. No, the cameras that are monitored in CCTV room are monitored on a rolling basis, continuous basis. That not all of the cameras can be seen at any one time because we have you yeah. know a, we have quite a lot yeah. of cameras. Yeah. There's a bank of about thirty that that they're continually monitored. It's done on a risk basis. Mm. Yeah. Um, so for example, if there are particular events in you know a particular area, and it's a higher risk for that reason, then that more of those cameras would be revisible or they'd be done more frequently. And then on top of that, if there are um, if an incident is reported, then those cameras would be mm. brought up. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Liam. Hi. Um, well, can we have a copy of the business case? Is that something that we can have? I don't see a problem with that. Okay, great. And regarding the CCTV, um, is, it possible to have that, is it possible to have that live for the public to view? So I know you can do that in some city centres where you can just sort of see Frodsham live in action, and you know that might encourage folk to be interested in a bit more. Does that make sense? Uh, well. well we we haven't done that so far. Um, we we haven't got that planned into this case. Okay. Mm. Okay. Great. Thank you. But doesn't one support the other? I'm saying is, is that that if you know if if, if, I, if I speak to <coughs> if, if, if if I speak to Jim, and then you know then if 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 if, if it is feasible, then something can be can be done at a, at a reasonable price. Then you're actually giving more solid information to Cheshire and Chester because we know there's a business case that we've known nothing about. We're supporting, we're supporting a case that way. Well, we've, yeah, we've got the business case now, haven't we, which is fresh and new because you said you only yeah. used it. Can, can I, you know, it, it all comes back at the end of the day to money, you know, and we've said that we, we know that we could get, hopefully, five £5,000. We would fight from that off the police and crime commissioner. What funding, what is the out there that Cheshire West have got, community safety budgets and that? I mean, where where would you look to get money to finance this? If we had a try, you know, a, a three sort of member <coughs> scheme going. Yeah. Can I just ask? Is the five thousand pounds is that a one-off capital uh, contribution, or is that yes. a revenue ongoing revenue contribution? It's from the police and crime commissioners' uh, community grant fund. Mm -hmm. one-off one capital. It's yeah. a one-off thing. Yeah. yeah. But we have got money set aside in our budget from what we've saved. From not having to pay for our PCS, so right. we decided we would keep that in our budget mm -hmm. to use for sort of community safety projects. So there's some funding available yeah. that you know we we've, yeah. we've been prepared to contribute towards it, but we need to know what those costs are mm -hmm. first, especially towards the revenue costs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, because as I say, this, you know, we have a certain amount of revenue, but capital at the moment, we've only got a maximum of 5,000, and that's mm -hmm. no way guaranteed. You know, I would hope that because we are a new town, if you like, in, in, you know, in playing for that money, then we would stand a very good chance, hopefully, of getting it. So, but, you, so who commissioned the business case then? Well, I don't know who commissioned it originally. Which I'm talking about two years ago, and I'm presuming that you saw that business case. No. So, no. 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 We've seen nothing. <coughs> right. No. So, I mean, we've been talking about it as a council for that long because it, from the, the start of this current council, it was an issue, probably from the last council as well. So you mentioned costs and you mentioned what, what we're talking, yes. is Cheshire West looking at doing this themselves and then doing some sort of future partnership on just, you know, sharing the costs or what, what's the installation no, cost? What, no, yeah. all I can do is yeah. update you as of now that I've got an updated cost for this and okay. in terms of proposal taking it forward, okay. that's to be determined. Do you know what that cost is? Can I can't remember it off the top of my head because um, yeah. I didn't expect to talk about it tonight but can let you have it. Yeah. So shall we wait for that business case first? Yeah. 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 So yeah. The time scale though, how long are we talking about? I think that will depend on the conversations that we have after, after when you've seen the uh, details. It, what it is, it is a, it's a, a case, it, it's the sort of thing that we do every time we're asked for CCTV, public realm CCTV, there has to be a case um, to justify public realm CCTV cameras, um, so in other words, it's it's not just because you you know you want no. to or you so think it's a good idea. It has to be justified by the so crime disorder data, and that's essentially what we're showing here. And then what you have to do is match the cameras and the coverage to the crime and disorder data. That's what I mean by a case for it. So in other words, it's a legal case, if you like, that it's proportionate and it's necessary. Those are the two tests we have to satisfy. That, the cap that putting up cameras, which is an invasion of privacy, um, are both necessary and proportionate. That's the case. And then the cost sits alongside it. Surely, though, we, you know, if other towns have got cameras, then being quite mercenary, should, we should be entitled to the same level of security as yeah. other towns. We shouldn't have to prove no. that we've got lots of people doing bad things. That's very much closing the door after the horse is bolted, isn't no, it? No, that's what I'm saying. Each, each and every time. they've done that. Each and every time CCTV cameras are installed, that case has to be made. So can we just, can I just say, I don't know, I'm getting confused here, but like uh, Tom recommended that we do our little bit, so to get the proof then, the evidence for you then to install these cameras. The proof is the crime and disorder data, that's the justification. So we've got that, that's already there. Right. What you have to do a bit, you know, to get it moving quicker. Yeah, if we've got to go to another meeting, have we, to see your report, Paul? What's the next step to get this moving Because it's going to drag on and on and on, isn't it? Don't you agree? Not necessarily. What we were looking at was setting up a working group and trying to get people together. Now we've found the correct officer within Chester, yeah, and Chester. Yeah. You know, maybe we just liaise with just Vanessa wait. and, yeah. and organise a meeting to discuss this further and maybe have a representative from the police along as well. But it might just go on and on and on and on like it has for the last two years. Well, it's it's not really it. no, I, mean to I, say, I think we're closer to getting it now than we ever have been before. <laughs> yes, so yeah, quite let's, right. Let's push on with it. And we need to seize on the fact that this you know, all these new proposals and everything. Let's see, let's, let's see what the officer, uh, 
lets us out, and then we can take it from there. I do still <coughs> think Tom should have a chat as well. I think that's a good idea. I, do, I, agree. I don't think it's going to hurt to do it long no, as that. And if anything comes of it, then maybe call the AGM. Uh, the data that you collect from the uh, from the uh, PCC, the, it's, um, is that publicly available data? Is it in the public domain? That data about uh, about crime hotspots. I'm not sure if I'm not sure about that. <coughs> the extent to which that we drill down into it is is uh, publicly available. I'm not sure about that because we 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 do have to drill down into it quite a long way to under, understand it properly. You see, if if, if it's if we're not on that list, it indicates that we're a pretty safe town, you know, suffering from isolated uh, situations. <coughs> and that means then you've got two decisions. Because if, 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 you're a pretty safe, if you're a pretty safe town, then you're not going to get, logically, support for something when there's other towns with greater concerns. But that means you can open the doorway to say, you don't have to go down that route. Once you've identified the route, if we make a decision that it's still for the best interest of Frodsham to actually have such a system, we know we've got to self-fund it, and we get on with it. Okay, good. Paul, Vanessa, do you know in the report, does it actually justify it through the data? Does it confirm that it is a requirement? There is justification for um, CCTV coverage, the extent that I explained in the Main Street and the High Street. So it is justified, it's just a cost thing mm -hmm. alongside yeah. it, right? Yeah, we were asked to look wider, see if wider coverage was justified, um, included in the residential area I mentioned, but it wasn't, yeah. It's all additional yeah. cost, yeah. isn't it? Well, because I mean, it's yeah. like it's and, and, yeah. You know. Yeah, I think the, the problem with the cameras looking up Church Street is that they probably on the other side of the railway as well. Can we also potentially look at it in, in, in reverse? Supposing, if, 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 if those stats are available and finance becomes an issue, supposing it's financed by Frodsham Town Council and rented back. Cheshire West and Chester, so you repay you pay you repay Frodsham Town Council. Has that ever been done in, in, in a situation uh, in, in, in as a reverse type of funding scenario? Because it, it's about getting rid, rid yeah. of. Oh, okay, on. I'm going to move it's, this on. It's, it's created yeah. a massive amount of, yeah. of, sort of interest tonight. I, you know, didn't know there was a business plan. I didn't know that Vanessa was the officer. You know, so we, we've achieved a lot tonight, and I don't want to silence everybody, but no. we're adding little bits to, we, we've got ideas and we're adding little bits, that's something to be decided later. I think one thing is if we're going to have cameras pull up, the more people we can let know that they're going up, that's going to be a massive deterrent as well, even if there's only two cameras, yeah. you know. Donna, what about quickly. businesses, well, I mean, because I know that I'm aware of like this pub watch and stuff like that and some businesses do have cameras outside, would it be a case, would local businesses like to kind of be contributors to it? Yeah, it's I think it's a good thing. It's part of the business plan in the future. Yeah. Vanessa, you did want to say something else quickly. Uh, oh, only that um, I'm aware that in some other areas there are um, particularly town councils who contribute to CCTV. Um, costs. That doesn't happen in Cheshire West or hasn't so far but I am aware that there are other um, areas where that does happen. Um, I'm also aware that um, in certain places the camera, cameras are no longer monitored constantly um, and Cheshire West has been able to maintain 24-7 monitoring of the cameras that it has so far 
In some, in some um, areas, the cameras are recording, but they're not monitored. Um, and in some cases, they are not um, monitored in the area, but they're monitored remotely for, by another local authority area. So there's a, it's a bit different in each, um, but, you know, say so far we've managed to maintain 24-7 monitoring. Um, not everyone has. Okay, finally. Liam, finally. Um, I've only just twigged, but I find this quite disappointing, not on your half, um, uh, quite disappointing that we're only just finding out about this, you know, it, and quite deeply uh, frustrating <coughs> that we're only finding out about this. I think this has been triggered by potentially the petition that I took to Cheshire West at a cabinet <coughs> and that was about two years ago and I had over a thousand signatures. Um, so I think that's what potentially might have triggered it. Um, but that was, that's all I wanted to say. Okay. So we've got two distinct proposals. One is that we set up a meeting with Vanessa, uh, with yes. the police, etc, etc. Are we going to take that forward? We're getting yeah. quite a lot of nods, yes. so can we have... Liam's proposing it, yeah, I'll second Frank's that. seconding it. Can we have a show of hands on that? Right. So we need to get a date. And that's reporting to PMP. Do you want to try and hold the meeting before the next PMP to report back to that? Yeah, well, it's possible. Would that... Would you probably be able to manage that? Yeah, where are you thinking? Well, it's got to be as soon as possible, really. <coughs> Within the next two weeks, yeah. Okay. When's the PMP? 17th of December? Yeah. yeah. So we need, I mean, we're into the first week of December next week, aren't we? So that's only given us yeah, two weeks. Two weeks brings us to PMP almost, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. But you can verbally report to PMP. <coughs> Okay. We'll see. We'll just. Yeah, I mean, I'm working. I am working away. In... Is an evening meeting okay, Vanessa? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be better for you. I mean, I don't. If I can't make it, then I can't make it. But. Uh... Do you want me to liaise with Vanessa and send yeah. out some suggestions? Yeah. Okay. And the second proposal was that even though we're going with this, that Tom still goes ahead in the interim with the idea of approaching the local security company. Yeah, yeah we can do that. Well, there's two, there's two, con there's two conflicts then, doesn't there? Yes, yes. That's, conflicts. Yeah. Okay. That's better left alone. All right, okay. I just wanted both proposals to come on the floor, that's all. Okay. Yeah, very, very good. Very disappointing that as a town council, you know, we weren't aware of it, uh, as Liam says, you know. Um, but we must seize on this. Yeah, we'll go back to item 100, uh, which was car parking. So the second good news, you're not charging us after all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you further. Um, so you would a general update? Is that what you'd like? Yeah, yeah, yeah you would please. Okay, so um, the should I start with the good shed? Yeah. Okay, so as you know, um, the council um, was, well, consulted informally um, on the proposal to um, demolish the good shed to provide additional parking spaces. Um, and then a local business person came forward um, and said um, they would like the opportunity to be able to put forward a case um, 
for the restoration and the use, ongoing use of the good shed. So the council then um, put the plans on hold to submit a um, plan application. Well, in fact, let me just think, did it submit a plan application? It might have actually submitted one. I think it did. It did, it yes, yes, yeah. Um, and that's been placed on hold um, for a period. Um, now, in the meantime, the council, while, while a business case is being worked up, um, and I don't, I don't think we're at the stage of one having been completed yet, but while that's ongoing, um, the council is looking into the case for... Um, a decked area of car park at Frodham Station Car Park. Uh, now that was that is in the parking strategy. It's in the action plan for Frodham, but it was sort of medium term, you know, about a ten year, yeah. the ten year point. Um, so that's we're having, we're looking at that, bringing that forward to see if there's a case and what that would involve and entail. So that, those are those are two on site on the sort of little going alongside for the moment no decisions yet on either um, the traffic regulation order for main street uh, so this is for the time limited waiting on main street traffic regulation order was um, advertised and also individual letters were sent to everybody who lives on main street um, to tell them the details um, we didn't actually have any objections to that um, to that notice um, and then later, the traffic regulation order for um, charging in the off, on the off-street parking places was advertised. Um, and in addition to that, we put it in Frodham Life, which is quite unusual, but we thought there would be quite a lot of interest. Um, so it went into Frodham Life, and we had one objection um, to that. So that's very, obviously very low. Um, so the stage that we're at at the moment is um, we are working up the plans to go ahead. We need to do some improvements to, particularly for Ogham Station Car Park anyway. Yeah. Um, and we're also in discussions with the, um, <coughs> the, the parties that occupy the, the Medical Centre Brio Library site. That one's quite complicated in terms of the solution because it's got obviously three, you know, it's tripartite agreement really as to what will work and serve all of them. Uh, ideally, we would want to introduce everything at the same time, um, and, that, and we're probably looking around February, March time next year. The main driver, time-wise, of course, is the opening of the Halton Curve, um, which was delayed. Yes, I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, it was delayed from December, wasn't it? To, yes. to May, as I understand. Yes, at least. Yeah. So it could go on. At least. Yes. So, yes. Oh my at God. least. Yeah. Because yeah. they can't get a rolling stock out, can they? No. I, it's transport they? for Wales that does. Uh, well, I think it's a disgrace. I mean, years ago, when I was a child, the, the line was perfectly well. Years and years ago, that was a big thing. Yeah, it's to do with change of contract to either, uh, you know, not part of it. Yeah, now, it's they were going to bring rolling stock up from South Wales, but the new trains for South Wales are six months behind and that. Sure, so we should nationalise the railways. Joe, easy. Sure, because we have the better system. Unfortunately, we can't well. take a vote on that. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, as you were. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is AMPR part of your scheme for um, monitoring? Well, it's likely to be for the, the station car park. Um, some car parks are too small to be able to get the equipment in, mm. uh, but the bigger the car park, the easier it is, um, and it, it is better because it's better than paying display. Because in paying display, you have to guess mm. how long you're going to 
be there, but you don't you don't for the other, so it's much more flexible. Well, then, then, I mean, again, we're talking about we're talking about um, uh, um, um, controlling disordered behaviour, and you know we're talking about parking, but we're talking about one centralised scheme that could I'm not sure but that might potentially because AMPR is all about photographic recognition of, of, of number plates isn't it so therefore it's photographic so therefore it must have an option or an ability to also be a video or, visu or visual mm -hmm. so if you if you've got if you've got those two opportunities within one scheme then when you're talking about AMPR and you're talking about unless I'm unless I'm Got this completely wrong. It's like AMPR, and you're talking about um, cameras to actually monitor crowds. Why can't you do both together within one scheme? Or am I am I missing something? Um, the, the camera recognition cams are fixed. They'll be fixed on the entrances and exits of car Yeah, and and their primary purpose is Just is for car parking. Now that's not to say that they couldn't be used. Um, on a case-by-case -case basis if, if there was an, an issue, uh, but then the primary purpose is not to monitor uh, what people are doing in the car park. The well, yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can, um, there are, some cameras can be used for both systems, um, AMPR and CCTV. Um, they can be used for both systems in some cases. And it's Cheshire but, and Cheshire. But it wouldn't, yeah, but it wouldn't be anything to do with the car park. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would, that would, that's yeah, you know, separate. I, I, I really, yeah. All I'm saying is the fact that surely you've got the opportunity, when you're talking about, uh, about the cost, one of the major costs will be actually wiring in infrastructure. And so therefore, if, if, you've got, if you've got a double whammy that you can actually sort of take two benefits off one system, you're, you're allocating half the funds. It's a 50-50 fund allocation, isn't it? Uh, maybe, not for here, I, I, I agree, but... Okay, any no questions for Vanessa? No. Okay, thank you very much okay. for that. Uh, sorry, sorry, um, um, so what happens, I've seen in back of Costa there's a new fence that's gone up, um, but can't, is that anything to do with Cheshire West? No, that's privately owned land. Yeah. Right, yes. okay, it just, yeah. I just thought it was peculiar because the fencing seemed to match. Of what the old high school is, I just thought there was maybe. I, I thought that was owned by Frutcham Town Council because wasn't that wasn't no. that one town that going to be a mushroom village? Yeah. Sorry, say again. Wasn't there one town going to be a mushroom village put on there? That was an idea of Frutcham yeah. Council in the in the early two thousands to, to you know to to really help youth. Oh right, don't know. No, it's just a common stockade fence. You know, industrial stockade fence, mm. isn't it? I think it's just coincidental that it's the same. Yeah, thing. I just can't see what purpose it serves there. Well, I think, you Stop know, there's plan, plans yeah, afoot just... to do something with that area of land, isn't there? You know? Is there I think time? They're just, they're just making a statement, I think, aren't they? There is so, private land. Can I just ask, where's, where did they put this fence up then? Alvin Terrace oh, in the back oh, of, right. I still call it Ambrose, but back of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Is, sorry, is there is there a timeline on the actual review of the Good Shed business plan? Is what obviously you're going to say, look, we're gonna go ahead with our proposal if not. What what's the deal? Yeah, well I think we, we initially said that we would um, put it on hold for a period of three months 
Right. Uh, that, that must be coming to an end fairly mm -hmm. soon, I would think. But at the moment, we are actually looking at the case for um, a decked car park. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you say decked, you mean underground, yeah? Decked, no, two oh, decked, two lathes, okay. yes, yeah. yeah. So it's a depth. Yeah. yeah, so the the the, the good shed um, and the you know the fenced area that would have given sixty eight additional spaces. The decked area that we're looking at would create in the region an additional fifty six spaces. Obviously, the the more you do, the the higher the cost, and the cost is quite substantial. Mm. Mm. Do we know? Do you have a date for the good shed? Well, I don't think we've put. I don't think we, we did say three months, but yes. I don't. I don't think we are sort of. Um, we, I don't think we are pushing that timeline while we, okay. you know, while we wait and see okay. um, what this business case looks like for the for the decked car park. Are you able to say how good the business case is looking at the moment? Well, personally, I'm not because I've kept out of it. Okay. Um, so that's that's you know it's sort of a separation of you know so that I'm not interfering on the parking side with that. Okay. Is yeah. that something the chief exec is dealing with? Or uh, it's commercially sensitive that claim. I don't think that will be right. out in the open at all. Mm -hmm. uh, one last question. I was just wondering about the car parking with the halt curve then because if that's not mm -hmm. even. Well, that takes the pressure off, doesn't it, a bit for Cheshire West? Which could be a nightmare then, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The car parking. Mm. And that's when they're going to be starting parking on the local streets, yeah, isn't it? We've, we've known that all the way along. Mm -hmm. we've changed that. But we never get seem to get anything in prepared, do we? We're always like one step behind, aren't we? I mean, the the introduction of controls, including charges, could lead to um, less pressure because. It is, it is known that people do come to Frodham to avoid charges. From Helsby? And, and potentially from Chester and, and, other, and other places as well. So it could be that there is, you know, some sort of, the pressure's alleviated a little bit because of that. Yes. Um, initially. So yeah. the sooner the better they really introduce that then? Be it better for the it, it, it should regulate demand. Um, it's just in time demand is expected to grow. Anyway, so there is a need for additional um, parking. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. So we'll move uh, move along then. Um, I, I'm just aware that uh, we were on 103.8, and we were talking about reports from external bodies, and then we moved on to the CCTV. We heard Judas' report. Uh, Paul, I know that you submitted. Um, yeah. So there's quite a lot goes on with the cycle forum. Now the um, cycle northwest. So, yeah. um, I know you had an awful lot of reports. Yeah. I just wanted to give you the opportunity to, to not think that we breezed over it. Oh no, I mean it's easier for people reading the report. To yeah. be honest, there's more to come as well because I get regular emails from them with their activity. Um, Lynn, I've commented on there that Lynn was at the meeting as well, Lynn Riley, um, and she uh, had some really good input on some funding uh, opportunities for the group. Um, they had had um, a really successful meeting about the Helsby Wrexham connection of the uh, cycle route, and um, there was some discussion on uh, extending a cycle stroke footpath from Frodsham through to Northwich. 
um, of which there is a plan already done, uh, which is going to be circulated shortly, and I'll be able to send that across to everybody as well for perusal. Um, and the the main thing of interest that I found was the um, event that they, they would like to put together for next year, which would be a family orientated um, cycle day down on the marshes, which would mm. be quite nice. Um, so I said I'd fund that, um, and I'll be talking to them about putting some dates and uh, promoting that event. Okay, thank you, Bob. Okay, one oh three. Uh, B, any other items for information? I'd just like to hijack things for a few seconds there. Um, I'm sure everybody around this table is aware that the news came on Friday that uh, one of the shops, quite a long standing shop in Frodium, is closing uh, the factory shop, or there's a potential that it's going to be closing. I was approached by one of the staff members sort of midweek last week in confidence about it. Um, and made aware of it and then as you're probably aware on Friday it, it, it was announced on social media and the shop has actually got a petition up uh, and that. Um, the staff member that put the thing on social media was asked to take it off by, uh, by the company so it's not there anymore. I went to see the staff this afternoon and of course they're upset as you can appreciate because there's a very good chance that they're not going to have jobs in the new year. Um, because Andrew or, or Lynn are not here this evening, I was going to hopefully, you know, sort of see what input they could have. I appreciate that we can't demand that the shop stays open, but my proposal would be what the people around the table think that we, we, we just write, uh, you know, on headed paper to say that we don't want this business moving from Grudgeon. You know, it's lost a, a very popular shop. The people were really amazed uh, and humbled by the amount of people that signed the petition. There's hundreds of people signed the petition in there. Um, and I said, you know, uh, I'd, I'd bring it to the meeting tonight to see what fellow councillors mm. thought. So, um, maybe, yeah, maybe off the back of that we could encourage folk to just write in to them, you know, the company and say, look, Say you I would like to think that we would do this for any shop, hopefully touch wood, yeah. we won't have to do it, but it's not that I'm singling this shop out for any yeah. reason, I would hope to do it if an unlikely event, hopefully another shop closes, Mark? Yeah, I went in to see him on Friday, to do with the rent, Yeah, yeah. they've been paying a certain amount of rent and this independent assessor has come in and said you're paying too much, so this is where the issue is. But it's not sort of done and dusted. No. Negotiations are still, still going on. Yeah. They're trying to take it out of the big part as a separate entity. Yeah, what, what, what the staff were telling me was that they've sort of, that, you know, although some of the company shops are not doing yeah, very well, right. Rodgem is doing very well. That's correct. But they've been lumped in, if you with like, with four other shops that are doing quite badly, and that's why the axe is, is looming, you know. so. It's not definite, thankfully, no. that it's going to close, but no. they have been given, given notice, notice that, yeah. you know, in that yeah. Judith? I just wondering, is it appropriate for the council to get involved in something like that? Well, this I is... Don't this, know this, situation. This I mean, I fully support yeah. them. I've been mm. in and signed the petition mm. as well. Mm. No, it's just that they, they approached me <laughs> as a ward councillor to see what I could do, yeah. you know, and I explained to them, you know that there's not a great lot we, we can do if anything but yeah. I thought you know if, if we wrote to them as the council representing the people 
saying that we're not very happy about it, but if people are not happy for that to happen, then that's fair enough. You know, it's just an idea. I, I think we should. No, I, I think I, I should. Could, yeah. could write oh. and say that this discussion was held at the meeting and those present felt it would be, uh, they wouldn't like to see the shop closed. Uh, I'm not sure that we can no. do much more than that. No, I mean, I, 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 you know, and presumably you yeah. spoke to yeah. as well. Yeah. I said to the staff today, you know, that really there's not a great lot, unfortunately, that we can do, you know. Um, <coughs> well, I, I disagree. I think it's an excellent idea. I think we should get involved in things. Yeah, I do. It's about the infrastructure of Frodsham. Yeah. And in Frodsham exactly. not just about people, it's also about business, I'll say, Greg. And I think we should be standing up for, for shops like this and, and for other shops. Um, and in, in, in times like this because we have a number of shops around Frodsham that actually have a social uh, role to play when, they, when they're in areas where, where you've got people of, um, of, of, of relatively high ages and it's the first <coughs> point of contact and I think we should be supporting and openly supporting these enterprises because once we've lost them we really realise what a gap they make and, and so I agree that we should send a letter. Yeah, I, I think we've been very lucky in Frodium that we're almost ring-fenced out of what's going on elsewhere. I mean, I, I was in Northwich and, you know, a couple more towns and travelling around the country, you know, even Chester, you know, half the shops on sort of Vulgate Street and that are boarded up, aren't they? So we are very lucky in Frodium and I hope that continues. But yeah. as I say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go one way or the other. It was just, I said, I would do my bit, I would bring it to the meeting this evening, you know. Yeah. I think it's a good idea because it's the residents of Frodsham that put we where we are and we're here tonight yeah. and we should support them. Yeah. And uh, if it means this council writing, yeah. not a short letter but a long one, explaining thoroughly that how the councillors feel about uh, the shop in their area, there's no harm in that. I support you, Chair. That that's what we should do. Okay, thank you. Can can I have a proposal on that then? Yes, I'll, I'll propose. I can. Can, yeah. can I propose? Yeah. Well, I've got Frank proposing it. So I've got Pat, and we could have a show of hands on that. Okay, thank you. Can we get bargain bills back? <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I mean, it's, we, we, we think that properties are not closing in Frodium, but then when you start to look around, there the is, yes. you know. The I think that particular company is in liquidation. I don't think mm. it's, it's, not, it's not an issue. We're still trading the current time. I think you'll find it's coming back. <laughs> okay, right. thank you. Um, are we still on council issues? Yes, yes. yes. Um, so quickly, I just wanted to bring up that Frodium Youth is doing their mini market on the Friday, the 7th of December half five to half eight at the youth centre, and that's it. Can okay. you say the date again? Friday the 7th. Seventh. If councillors want to go in and see Frodgham Youth, they can welcome to go and see them on Wednesday nights, which they do their DOV on, um, which the, the uh, chair very much welcomes. So. Right, thank you. Okay. Anybody got any other items they wish to share? No? Okay. Um, Frank, Mayor's report. Yes, have um, yes. There's a list of things that have to take on the table. Yes, um, I've done. I've had 25 engagements and I've done 25. Um, I've uh, got uh, 
14 in the pipeline to do. Um, I think it's about seven before before December, the end of December. Um, but, uh, what I'd like to say, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. Good. You know, maybe whether it's Miller, whether it's my last time on the council or not, I don't know after the election. But I'm thoroughly enjoying it, so I'm not going to miss no one. Uh, uh, everything locally, I will attend, even to see to. Councillor Critchley's dog, if she invites me, I'd take uh, a go. Um, well, you not his own friend. No, all right. Um, no, but I probably yeah, enjoyed it, Chairman. Um, I'd like to announce tonight um, the winners of the, sh uh, the shots, um, which we picked one, two, and three. And I'll tell you, it's been hard this year. Um, there seems to have been a lot taking part um, over these last few years and uh, it took me over three hours with my two junior mayors. Um, so I've, been, uh, I've now invited them to, to my dinner on the 16th of December at the Bowl Club. So I can announce tonight that uh, with the being 100 years celebration for um, for the uh, poppies and the 70th uh, for the Second World War, but uh, the three of us, the three of us, not just me, the three of us decided uh, it would be the Devonshire Bakery because uh, they had all the shops, all the names, fronts on it, on the five uh, tier cake, and the monument that was at the top lit up. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a good omen for the town as well. And then we went to, the uh, second one was Jenny Penny, Good. and the third was uh, the Craft Box in Church Street. They worked tremendously hard there as well. And then, then the three we picked. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Well, well Frank, it's nice to see you supporting all local events. Well, it's very, very important. Thank you. And then we also have a uh, deputy Mayor of the Board has been taken for about things that, that they have to do. Yeah, um, I think the main one was the armistice, the 100 when I went out oh, to the 7th in yeah. London. Um, that was spectacular, uh, quite moving. There was 10,000 of us that took part in a march from Buckingham Palace all the way past the 7th uh, which is very good. But I went down the night before I went to the Churchill uh, War Rooms, which I'd highly recommend to anyone. It's uh, a great, great day out. So yeah, that was it really. Thank you. I did, um, could I say, Mr. Chairman, I'm sorry I missed out, uh, yeah. but uh, out of my allowance, I donated £100 to the Rotary Club, and uh, I'm donating £100 to the Round Table because they work very hard for the Town Council and the community as a whole, as you know yourself, Mr. Chairman. And, um, and £20 I give to the last um, junior... Um, oh, presence, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, thanks for that, Frank. All out of me allowance. Excellent. Um, okay, Hazel, uh, 105, Clark's report. If only the week could last for a fortnight, so I'll probably mm. be able to get everything done before yeah. I leave. Um, I will do my utmost to leave my desk as clear as possible and to leave file notes where um, 
you need to know information that hasn't been reported to committees. Um, but as somebody said, I would only be at the end of the phone if the new person, when they come in, need, needed to ask questions. Well, that's very good of you, Hazel. Thank you for that. That's, that's could, I, could I say <coughs> just one thing on that topic? Uh, I'd like to take, uh, have it minuted, um, a personal thanks to you for everything you did uh, for me, Hazel. You worked very hard. I think about an hour or two you had off yesterday. You worked tremendous hard from half past seven in the morning. I'd like to take this opportunity as well thanking Judith Critchley and uh, Mally Porton going around uh, and nothing was too much trouble for them and our handyman Lionel. At the Christmas festival he worked very, very hard and I'd like to thank you for that, Chair. Okay, thanks for that Frank. Um, 106 is Christmas closures, it's just a note again mm -hmm. to note that the offices yeah. will be closed from Friday. <coughs> Before Christmas until the Wednesday after New Year. Uh, the date of the next meeting, well, the budget preset meeting is. In 2013. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't back in time. Yeah. <laughs> I had noticed. There was nobody Yeah, so that's the Monday, the 14th of January, and then the full meeting is the 28th of January. Make sure those are in your diaries. Um, again, various people have said thank you to Hazel, and I'd just like to extend my personal thanks to Hazel for all you've done. Uh, Hartford's gain is definitely our loss, and um, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that with the thousand houses that's going up there. You've got a total. No, you know, you are going to be an hard act to follow. Um, I'm coming and seeing you before Friday anyway, so thank you very much again. Um, that's it for the main meeting. We do have a couple of items in Part B, unfortunately. Um, sorry about that, folks.